Welcome to Witchy Work Wishes, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft into your business, work, and office. Welcome to Witchy Work Wishes. I am your host, Charlene, and today's episode is all about Monday being Moon Day. You'll probably find a trend in my podcast episodes where I'm sure there will be a little pep in my step when talking about the moon. This is one of my favorite subjects in my personal practice, and I have much of what I do for it tied directly to the moon. Today, though, I'm going to bridge the beautiful moon and how she can help us with our business and work, not only throughout the week, but specifically on our own glorious day, which is Monday. (laughs) Before I jump into Monday being Moon Day, I wanted to talk about three things I did this past weekend to help me with my witchcraft practice. The first thing I did was start a new book called Earth, Air, Fire, and Water, More Techniques of Natural Magic by Scott Cunningham. I ended up having kind of a busy weekend with extra work stuff. It just so happens to be quarter end. So I'm finishing up my sales tax returns and payroll tax returns for my clients. So I didn't get too much time to sit and relax with this book, but I was able to start it and I'm really loving it so far. This book covers the powers of each of the four elements, earth, air, fire, and water, and also dives into some natural magic to support it with stones, magnets, candles, stars, ice, mirrors, and more. I am hoping to devote more time to this book during the week. It's not a a big book. I think it's around 200 pages, but I'd like to finish it up this coming weekend if I can. Elemental magic is something I have been doing, um, honestly, sometimes without even knowing it, for quite a long time. So it's really exciting for me to personally spend more time in this magical area to perfect my practice with it. The second thing I did this past weekend to help with my witchcraft practice was to spend some time in the garden area that I am creating for that meditation space I mentioned. Um, I did talk about this in last week's episode and the design I am working on for it. But with my limited downtime, I really just did some quick weeding and tending to the flowers that I have. I put some music on and spent time with the earth and all of the many, many, many birds in my backyard. (laughs) The third thing I did was to look ahead to the amazing solar eclipse, or partial one, uh, that happened yesterday, Tuesday, October 25th, which also happened to be a Scorpio new moon. So with a double impact hitting all on Tuesday, it was important for me to stop over the weekend and think how best to use my day and evening. And while I was not able to physically see it, uh, I live in the United States, I know the energy was there. So I believe I got a sign or message about this last weekend when the vultures came to visit me. I posted a picture on Instagram of the one landing then the second one joining, and then the third. The sequence of three is so very important to me, and I have never, never been visited by vultures before, ever. (laughs) So to have them not only come to me, but come in a set of three was very unique and very impactful. And I really have thought about it over and over and over again. 
At the time, I didn't know why they were there. So we know the Scorpio energy is all about death and rebirth and transformation. And since we have our Scorpio, Scorpio new moon that was about to happen, I do believe the three vultures were letting me know it was time to like, quote unquote, clean up. That's someone wise put it. Um, and my cleanup crew came to give me a message about this Scorpio new moon and the partial solar eclipse that was about to happen. So on Sunday, I did carve out some time to reflect on this and what I could do in my practice on Tuesday for it. And without getting into, you know, all the specifics, I did not plan on doing any of my normal new moon rituals since the eclipse was going to be making things so chaotic. But I did journal and I set some intentions with this supercharged energy opening up. I do think the eclipse happening so close to the 31st and Samhain brings access to, you know, some heightened opportunities. And while I'm not going to manifest on anything specific, I am going to trust that what needs to be done will be done. I'm going to trust in my intuition and trust in the transformation that is happening with my business. With the, you know, eclipse moon partially blocking the sunlight to earth, I am taking this time to be strong with my new goals and the exciting brand new beginnings that are starting to form and take place. And as the vultures brought their message to me, I'm making sure I listen and I take time to understand it. Okay, next I usually go over the status of the moon and since I pretty much just covered it, (laughs) I think we can gently glide right over this part. It's a Scorpio new moon on Tuesday and we have a partial solar eclipse happening on the very same day. So this is very impactful. And since this podcast airs on Wednesday, it will have just passed. So I am hopeful that you took full advantage advantage of yesterday's magic. Okay, on to today's main topic, which is Monday is Moon Day. <gasps> Yay, insert cheering noise. Woo-hoo-hoo. Okay, I couldn't resist. <laughs> All right, the three main areas I have drafted out for our podcast today and Monday, the magical moon day are how Monday is ruled by the moon, things we can do on Monday, which set the tone for our whole week, and then clothes, colors, and jewelry to wear on our Monday moon days. So let's start in general with Monday being moon day. So what does this mean? What does the moon represent? Well, Monday being the day of the moon, it's going to elicit a bunch of emotions. It's a good day to work with your instinct and your intuition. It's a great day for self-care, rest, and focus. It's a feminine day and a perfect day to incorporate water, however you can, into what you are doing. It's also going to be a day of comfort food. So packing your lunch for work on a Monday moon day should include something of fulfillment, maybe even a lunch from your childhood that still brings you comfort and joy today. Our colors on Monday Moon Days are mainly white, but can also include gray, silver, and pale blue. Our crystals and stones for Monday Moon Day are the beautiful moonstone, naturally, um, opals, selenite, and clear quartz. Herbs associated with the moon are mint, jasmine, peppermint, which is my favorite tea, 
uh, chamomile, and catnip. Oh, also, and I'm not sure how to say it, vervain. <laughs> um, okay, Mondays and Moondays are a good time for dream work and intuition work. Since my podcast is all about witchy work wishes, one of my wishes is to better incorporate the days of the week and what they represent with my business and office. So I have pulled some key things that I'm looking to bridge a better balance with for my office and our Monday moon day. The first thing I looked at was why Mondays get such a bad rap. I really like Mondays, which comes at no surprise to me seeing how closely tied to the moon Mondays are. But for a lot of people, Mondays are the hardest day of the week. I think it's because Mondays can feel so totally heavy, right? You just finished up a weekend and time off from work and here you are back at it again. And I know this is going to date me. Um, seems to be a theme with my podcast, but <laughs> um, have you heard the song Manic Mondays uh, or Manic Monday? I'm not sure which one it is. Uh, By the Bangles. It's from back in the 80s. If you have, you know what I'm talking about. Uh, if you have not, it's a cute song about how horrible Monday basically is. And I do find it's a typical response for many people to Monday mornings. So the moon is all about emotions and instincts. And the cancer sign is tied directly to the moon. So Mondays can have some you know, heavy mood swings that are really high and really low. The moon is very fulfilling with her energy, but that can come with some side consequences that are challenging. And when you're starting your work week off with emotions and challenges, the wrong tone can easily be set. Unintentionally set, but set nonetheless. The work days and days of the weeks set a cadence, right? A rhythm. And that rhythm becomes predictable. If you have a feeling like Monday is not a great day or maybe you easily get the Monday blues, then you probably have unintentionally tied some negative energy and heavy emotions to this day that need to be reset. Or maybe you have incorporated a Monday routine that is not benefiting you and setting the right tone for a successful week. You can remove the bad energy by understanding why you are feeling the way you are. You know, finding peace in knowing that Mondays are just going to be more emotional than other days may help. If we can work towards aligning ourselves correctly to the moon's energy that day, it will help switch our own personal cadence to one that will be beneficial to us. So control what you can and be purposeful in setting the tone for your Monday. In time, you may just feel like Mondays are amazing and the perfect start to each week just like I do. Okay, next I looked at the moon's energy. And, you know, unlike us as humans, the moon's energy is very predictable, right? She repeats her faithful schedule every month, unlike us who need to deal with and plan out around our emotions and circumstances. And even more so, the moon can directly make us feel certain things. Um, we can all attest, I'm sure, how we feel on full moons or even the new moons. And while the, the moon herself is not moody, we as hu uh, hum humans, <laughs> we as humans are. Um, yeah, we, we just are. So the moon's energy on Monday in general is geared towards women, beauty, the home, family, cooking, and healing. 
Focusing on and developing your own intuition on Mondays is a great practice. And uh, so is practicing your divination. So what can we do on Mondays? Well, the first thing and top of my list is to make a to-do list. Monday is the ultimate day for reset and creation, right? It's our fresh beginning of a new week. Monday starts everything off and sets the tone and foundation for not only the rest of the work days, but also the weekend. Know that Monday is your day to come into your office and look at the week ahead. Plan out what needs to be done on this fresh start of a brand new week. This is not a great day to pack full of meetings and appointments, but work is work and sometimes it's just unavoidable. If they must be there, then so be it. But again, control what you can and be purposeful in setting the tone for your Monday. Make your to-do list for the work week and plan your time accordingly. Second thing to do on a moon Monday is take a little extra time uh, while getting ready for work in the morning. You can light a candle, a white candle or a silver candle, and say out loud your intentions for the week. Watch the flames dance as you are, you know, either putting your makeup on or doing your hair or whatever you do in the morning to get ready for work. Be sure to have your moonstone, uh, selenite, and clear quartz out as you are sipping your coffee or tea. And moon days are just in general a great day to spend a little extra time on yourself. The third thing we can do is to connect with some moon deities. So Mondays are great days to connect with the moon deities. The mornings may be a little hard to do this if, you know, if you're like me and there's not much extra time for anything but work <laughs> or getting ready for it. Um, but if you have time on Monday night and can carve out a moment to connect, you may find additional guidance and help by working with one of them. Or if Mondays are not good for deity work in general, but you feel deeply connected to the moon, I highly suggest looking into working with Diana, who has the crescent moon, Celine, who has the full moon, Artemis, who has the new moon, and Hecate, who has the dark moon. So Diana is the Roman goddess of the moon and hunting. She's connected to wild animals and the beautiful woodlands that they live in. Some say she can communicate with the animals too. Uh, Diana represents the crescent moon and holds the symbol of fertility, life, and death. Selene is the Greek Titan goddess of the moon. She is particularly powerful during a full moon. Selene drives her white horse-drawn chariot across the sky each night. She is said to have powers surrounding our dreams and our intuition. So if you wake up with a very clear vision from your dreams, it may be Selene working with you. Artemis is the Greek goddess, um, Greek moon goddess of the hunt. I've read a little bit that some believe Selene and Artemis to be one and the same. However, they really do have separate powers and are in fact different deities. Artemis is known for being the goddess of the hunt and protector of animals. The sixth day of the new moon cycle is said to belong to her. The new moon is for new beginnings and Mondays are the ultimate new day to start each new week with. Artemis reminds us to rest and regain our strength in the beautiful natural earth with animals all around us. Hecate is the Greek goddess of the crossroads and three paths. 
She is probably most commonly known as the goddess of witchcraft and usually is shown with a cauldron as she is a protector of our homes. She is cousin to Artemis and associated with the dark phase of the moon, which corresponds directly to her fierce need for solitude and independence. These four moon goddesses have been celebrated uh, by many for years. The moon and her powerful energy can be channeled, really channeled by working with them. And certainly by tuning into their lunar guidance, we can help make our moon Mondays even better. So the third area I have for today's Monday moon, moon day topic is uh, focused on the colors and jewelry and clothes to wear on this magical day. A great way to honor the beautiful moon and Monday being her day is to dress in colors and wear jewelry that will embrace her. So Monday is all about nurturing our feelings and getting organized for the week. So wearing clothes that comfort us and make us feel safe are going to be great on these days. We will want clothes that are free flowing, loose and feminine as they will complement the moon's energy. So for colors, your top three are going to be white, silver, and gray. But another good area that complements the moon will be tones of blue. And again, keep the clothes flowing and loose and find outfits that will provide comfort and make you want to snuggle up. Jewelry, crystal, and gemstones with the moon. You know, there's a handful that can and will complement uh, and enhance the moon's energy, but I really wanted to focus on two of them. And I must just must start with the moonstone. <laughs> it is so incredibly powerful and beautiful. I not only have uh, the actual stones, I also have the amazing stone in jewelry. So uh, I do try to wear those uh, pieces on Mondays. Moonstone enhances your intuition and is said to bring success in what you want to obtain in your business. If you have a moonstone and moonstone jewelry, the best time to charge it is in the light of a waxing moon. Be sure to keep your moonstones out of full, new, dark, and waning moons if you want them recharged. Those nights will actually take the moon's energy away. A good crystal to have is the clear quartz crystal, which also enhances the moon's energy. And I know this is kind of a generic crystal that you can use when you don't know what to use. But for the moon, the clear quartz crystal will help us, uh, us amplify intentions and balance our efforts and focus on what we need to do. And for me personally, that is something every Monday can use assistance on. So hopefully I did not confuse everybody and ramble on too much about Monday's moon day. There's so much to review and it's hard for me to keep this under 30 minutes when talking about the moon. So let's recap and tie this all together. So one, Monday being the day of the moon is going to elicit a bunch of emotions. It's a good day to work with your instinct and your intuition. It's a great day for self-care, rest, and focus. It's a feminine day and a perfect day to incorporate the element of water into what you're doing. It's also going to be a day of comfort. Two, Mondays get such a bad rap because of the heavy, heavy emotions that can happen. The moon is all about emotions and instincts, and the cancer sign is tied directly to the moon. So Mondays can have some heavy mood swings that are really high and really low. Three, the moon's energy on Monday is in general geared towards women, 
beauty, the home, family, cooking, and healing. Focusing on and developing your intuition on Mondays is a great practice. So is practicing your divination. Four, what should we do on Mondays? Well, first we should make our to-do list. Monday is the ultimate day for reset and creation. It's our fresh beginning of a new week. Monday starts everything off and sets the tone and foundation for what's to come. Second, take a little extra time while getting ready for work. Light a white candle, have your stones and crystals nearby as you sip your coffee or tea, and set your intentions for the week. Third, connect with some moon deities. There is Diana, who has the crescent moon, Celine, who has the full moon, Artemis, who has the new moon, and Hecate, who has the dark moon. And five, lastly, we can honor the beautiful moon and Monday being her special day by dressing in colors of white, gray, and silver and wearing our beautiful moonstone jewelry to embrace her. Monday is all about nurturing our feelings and getting organized for the week. So wearing clothes that comfort us and make us feel safe are great on these days. Don't forget, we want clothes that are free-flowing, loose, and feminine as they will complement the moon's energy. So I always like to end my podcast with a unique poem I write just for you that is all about the day's episode. And I took some extra time on this one since it is all about the moon (laughs) and the moon is so very, very special to me. So here we go. The moon in her gentle and beautiful grace guides us through our witchy space. With turning tides and strings that pull, our hearts respond with emotions in full. The emotions speak of joy and pain, for without these, our hearts abstain. And lost to be, our paths would turn, forever gone, our lessons to learn. So pull the strings of our heart, she must. Her guidance and vision, like clockwork, we trust. And with each month, the time repeats as intuition and instinct gladly meet. It's within these both that our strength is found. Her guiding moonlight is big and round. Or maybe yet, it's just a sliver with an instant feeling that makes us shiver. The goosebumps rush and the vision comes clear. The moon gently whispers for us to hear. If we take our time and listen close, will get her guidance in a silver dose. Our deities for the moon, they say, are Diane, Selene, Artemis, and Hecate. Their message rings true, loud, and strong. To the moon we trust, and all belong. As we close our eyes and nightly dream, the moon repeats her beautiful theme. As she rises high into the sky to shine, our thoughts are clear, and our hearts align. To honor her, our whites we wear with tones of gray and silver flare. Our moonstone rock and jewelry chain show how our love will never wane. We call upon her wisdom at night and charge our water in her shining light. As our crystals heal and our rhymes are said, she grants our words in the days ahead. And as those wishes and callings arise, our hearts with hers she beautifully ties. Yet again with her gentle and beautiful grace, 
She guides us through our witchy space. I really do appreciate you joining me today. I had so much fun researching this topic um, in more detail so I could provide you with a good, or at least general, <laughs> understanding of Mondays being Moon Days. Mondays are so very special and important and directly contribute to the mood and feeling for the entire week to come. I hope you are able to use some of these notes to create magical and purposeful Mondays for your home and office with all of the moon's help. I do have my full November podcast schedule up on my website, which is witchyworkwishes.com. If you want to take a peek and see what's coming up next. Speaking of next week's episode, it will be a first for me as I will be hosting a guest and sharing the podcast with Annika from Wolf and Raven, which is her amazing digital design company. I'll be keeping the same format at the beginning and including you know, witchy things that I did over the past weekend to help in my practice, but we'll also be asking her what witchy things she did as well. Then she will be discussing the creative work she does and tips she has specifically for you and how you can use the digital design area to help your business succeed. All right, thank you again. I really do love talking about these subjects and sharing my podcast with you. That is it for this week, and I will talk with you next week. Thank you for joining me today at Witchy Work Wishes, a place to find your weekly inspiration for bringing your personal witchcraft into your business, work, and office. For more information and additional content, please visit me online at witchyworkwishes.com. You can send an email to info at witchyworkwishes.com or follow me on Instagram and Facebook. Just search for Witchy Work Wishes. <laughs>